Hello and welcome back to the Counterpints podcast. Of course, Counterpints remains a podcast where we argue about the same stupid shit we like to argue about in breweries and bars. This is your host, Matt, and of course, I'm joined by my lovely, lovely co-host. We've got Kevin, we've got Casey, and of course, we've got Jack. Boys, as always, we like to start off with our beer check-in because we might as well crack those puppies open. Casey, what are you drinking? All right. So tonight I'm starting with a, a beer out of Boulder Beer Company. Pretty fitting. It is Sco, and it's Buff Gold Beer. Tastes like victory. See if I can get a can crack here. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Sexy. Nice light beer. That's about all I can say. About it. <laughs> Hell of a review. It's a light beer. Moving on. Jack. How about you? Yep. So I'm going to jump into the state of Virginia, Ooh. going to a beer city that I'd like to know a little bit more about. I've heard good things, but Richmond, Virginia, to be exact, got a Hardywood Brewings Baltic Sunrise, which is a nice roasty Baltic porter full of coffee and goodness. So I'm sure at least two of the members of this podcast would absolutely hate this, but we'll That's get a, a can crack. That sounds disgusting. Ooh, it smells good. Let's give it a taste. <laughs> mm. actually very solid very smooth uh yeah if you don't like coffee oh boy <laughs> you'd yeah, be in trouble yeah make sure you save me one all right kevin beer check number three my first beer not my third beer actually it's my second beer it's been an interesting afternoon third for the group kevin let's not play semantics thank you all right because we never argue about super shit on this <laughs> podcast so my beer tonight is a beer from drecker brewing co it's called the mango mango apricot cobbler slang de jour sour a la mode so this is one of their slang de jour like ice cream um uh, and pie style Oof. sours and uh the gimmicks because they like to put gimmicks in these are are mango apricot granola brown sugar cinnamon lactose and vanilla beans and it's uh it's a thick boy here when you pour this out it looks like mm. a really kind of like orange juice to be honest and it actually is a little bit pulpy too and it's it's quite good that's a straight up opaque. Okay. And for number four, I will go ahead with a brewery. I have not had a beer from, um, I was perusing a beer store, uh, not too far from me. And I saw a beer from green empire brewing up in Vermont, um, in the town of Colchester to be specific. No idea where the fuck that is. Uh, they have a, a double IPA called free spirits. Vermont. I find really crushes the IPA game for a state. So, I want to give it a shot. Had a good rating on Untapped. We'll uh, update how that looks later in the podcast. So we're going to move on ahead into our introduction section, which we're for this week. We're going to be doing the news. I believe Jack said he had some podcast relevant beer news. I'd like to hear about. Yeah, I actually uh, kind of stole this from Casey as he was the one who enlightened me on this as he was out shopping for beers today and was looking for a particular beer that I believe Matt drafted in our Super Bowl draft. He drafted Sam 76, and it's not on shelves anymore. I've been looking for it in a lot of places, and it's no longer a uh, beer, uh, at least by that name. Uh, <gasps> Sam Adams oh. has changed a couple of their beer names. Um, Sam 76 is now called Wicked Easy. and oh sam's new england ipa is now called wicked hazy so oh 
Yeah. So I've been trying to find Wicked Hazy down here. And now that I know that it's just their New England IPA, I don't need to try that anymore. I've had it before, but <laughs> good to know Sam 76 is Wicked Easy because that's actually a good beer. And that would be a shame if that were no longer on shelves. So yeah, Wicked Easy is Sam 76. I'm not going to lie. I like that name because then you can just go with, dude, that's Wicked Easy Kid. Yo. I like the name, but I also like the Sam 76 name. It's a shame that's not a name anymore. Yeah, there's just something about the Sam 76. It just rolls real, real nice off the tongue. But so does, you know, Matt's right. So does Wicked Easy. You know, and I think it's kind of interesting that they're changing multiple yeah. of their beers to kind of go in and, yeah, fill in with that, like, Wicked. I get why it's Wicked, right? Like, that's very Boston. It's very New England. And so it kind of fits with their mentality. And also, the way I found out about the, um, the beer change, obviously, was at the store. But I was watching tv and i saw have you guys seen the yeah cousin from boston commercials oh, i have actually yeah for sam adams so they i saw the a new one because i had seen wicked hazy but i'd never seen wicked easy and so i was like oh i'm gonna go try and you know maybe that's a, a new one and so i was looking around and i was like Ugh, okay uh where's this where's the sam 76 because i wanted to get that as well mm-hmm. and i went to the guy and the guy was like oh yeah they changed the name it's the sam 76 is now wicked easy and so i went to buy it but there, there was two bottles that had been like scooped right out of it so i was like well i'm not gonna buy this but <laughs> yeah <laughs> i picked up a can of i think a double wicked hazy at total wine like last week i have it in my fridge now i'm interested to see if that's garbage or not it should probably be all right the new england ipa wasn't bad i've been to a couple concerts where i've drank like seven or eight of them in a row and i don't recommend that but not a bad beer. As long as Sam 76 is still around, I barely care what they call it. It's 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 a, such a good, easy drinker. I'll think the question is, could you drink a case of it? Ooh. Probably, I probably could. I, I, I mean, a case meaning like 24 or just like a 12-pack? 12-pack. Okay, yeah. I could drink a 12-pack. Absolutely pack. a 12-pack. Yeah. 24 would be a struggle. That'd be an all-day kind of affair. I mean, I would really, really regret it afterwards. Even 24 would be a struggle for anything. Yeah. <laughs> at no this doubt. age, no At doubt. this age, it would be a struggle for anything. Yeah, I recall a couple college parties where I was counting beers and was getting into the low 20s sometimes, and I think it was just a lot easier back then. You could just do whatever. Now it's like, if I drink anywhere near that number of beers, like I'm going to regret the shit out of it. Hell, on, on a bad day, I'll have like three beers and I'll wake up with a hangover the next day just because I didn't have enough water. That shit happens <laughs> as you get older. <laughs> hey, guys, I wanted to bring this to your attention, too, while we're in the news section. It's not a formal news story, but I believe I linked it to the group at one point, but I, I wanted to get the on-air reaction was to our listeners. We've talked about seltzers a couple times, but had you, did you guys see that White Claw is releasing an 8% variation called Surge? I am... Uh, that just sounds trashy as hell, and I'm kind of into it. Would an 8% seltzer be a bad idea? Does anyone drink on this podcast, at least? Do any of you guys drink seltzers to get hammered? Not well, really. I drink. No. I, no. Same approach is like drinking Miller Lights, right? So if, if you drink a seltzer, you're going you're gonna to drink a case of it, essentially. Like, all right, yeah, well, you're pounding it's, you know, it's, it's, it's 1 p.m. It's sunny outside. I'm going to grill here in a couple hours. Let me just have a six-pack before we get the grill fired up. Or maybe they're more for, like, white girls that are trying to get hammered at a college party like that kind of thing yeah i'm, oh, I'm sure it's it's absolutely tailored to, to college kids 100 percent. like yeah. you know let's have to be. let's get them to get hammered and they buy more and they get hammered again and then you know they get alcohol poisoning and they want more <laughs> what do you think it's eight I mean, percent like almost double of what like a light beer is it's not that far from it at least like you, you could put a few of those away Woof. all right it's like a proper craft beer yeah the question will be does it does it still taste pretty light easy drinker 
kind of that's a thing. True. Is it, it going to be a little bit more boozy? Because if yeah, it's a little bit would, more boozy, ooh, be, good point. Oh, good lord! Knock well, you on think your about ass. Those, uh, think about the high noons, right? What, what percentage were the high noons, Casey? I just bought some of those today. Actually, I should know this. Yeah, I'm yeah. not 100 sure. On, I don't Jack. remember off the top of my head, but like you know, I can check my so, own so tap. I'm picturing, well, I I'm picturing a, like a like a sparkling version of a high noon for this eight percent salt. Well, the high noons were kind of styled after cocktails, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, was there's liquor they're, in they're them, right? more styled after they're like, yeah, I, I mean, technically, I guess more so. Yeah. But they're supposed to be like it, it wasn't like a, a brood. It was like legit flavors and alcohol together. I, I don't know if it was vodka or whatever it was, but it yeah, was, it's vodka. Uh, vodka. Is it vodka? Yeah. So yep. it's that's probably the closest thing to that. I just don't know what they're. ABV was 4.5% ABV for a high high noon. Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought they were higher. Me too. That's a a lot. I think it's the standard seltzer amount. So I think the White Claw one, they're kind of taking a step. I mean, we were talking about what's the next fad going to be. Is it going to be boozier seltzers? (laughs) Yeah. Instead of different flavors, it's just going to be like, yo, I want to get fucked up right now. Well, that's (laughs) a really good point. I applaud them. Really good point. Like, is it going to be the fact that did how did they get this idea right? Was it like a bunch of people came to me and went, "Hey man, love your seltzers, but I feel like I don't get drunk off of them enough, or I don't feel I don't feel it like it just tastes like sparkling water." So maybe if you up the ante a little bit, I, I don't know. So I'm with you. So if seltzers were like white girls summer, what are eight percent seltzers like? Fat guy falls or fat guy winters? What are we talking here? Someone's going down, that's for sure. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's a little reminiscent of Four Loco to me, like back in back in. Oh, back is there? I read something about Four Loco late, actually yeah. recently. I want to see if I can pull that up. But yes, uh, was Four Loco jumping into the seltzer game? Maybe, maybe <laughs> oh, man, that might have been what I read about. Now that's Did branding. You guys ever I have a back. Four Loco at like the beginning, like when they're legit, yeah, like like like, like for you? legit Four Loco. Yeah, I was like yeah, was it when they were like killing energy. people. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, like people were dying from them. That was college era, I think, for us. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah, percent. You could have like a couple of those, and it was you were done. Like it was. Oof. I don't. I I think I. I don't even know if I ever finished one. To it was, be honest it, it's with just you, a blackout cocktail. Oh four my Loco, god, I feel like they're in the seltzer game. Any guesses oh. on the ABV? Ooh, um, I want to say seven. Okay, good guess. Six. I mean, I they're a little light. I'm gonna go with okay. eight. <laughs> yeah, Casey wins twelve. percent. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Holy shit, dude! Fuck you, White Claws. Oh uh, yeah. Game no, yeah. Place. Never, never mind. White Claws <laughs> far behind the game. I'll, I'll four local. Whoever runs that company, God bless you. <laughs> black cherry hard seltzer. They should call it blackout 12%. cherry. percent. Oh my god. Call it blackout cherry. Four loco. If you're listening, please. For real though, yo. I'd like to try one. On the ground. Oof. Dude, you have like. Are two, they still like, coming in like things. the really big cans too? Yeah. Like. Yep. Big cans. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> like an Arizona, like like one of those dirty. It's like, like a twenty three point. Oh my god! It's twelve percent. That's like fuck. It's like fucking having a forty. <laughs> like jet fuel. <laughs> Well, uh, oh, there you go, listeners. If you want to, if you want to really spice up your next family barbecue, stop down at the CD's gas station you got near you and get some Four Loco seltzers. <laughs> Four Loco sponsor us. We'll take it. Sure, why not? Also, <laughs> one more element of beer news. I don't think we talked about this. Um, I think Matt might have also sent this to our group chat. I think this is our first podcast since the news oh. broke about mm-hmm. GABF not happening with 
people again till 2022. <sighs> yeah, it's official. Great American Beer Festival. They said they're going to do a physical event in 2022, and they've already canceled it. So a huge RIP for something we were really hoping was going to happen, but COVID continues to rob us of all joy in our lives. See, I'm in, I'm in denial about this. Like, why not just <laughs> come October of this year, go to downtown Denver, go to the the convention center, and then just get shit fucking hammered. Just, just for full time. Just inside yeah. the empty convention yeah. center? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just stand around in there, you know, and let's just sit up, pull up some, you know, folding chairs and a cooler, and let's just get hammered. What does it cost there. to, like, rent out the convention center? Like, you know, it's probably like a couple. More money than we want to spend. <laughs> but, but, but they, but they can't have, they can't have a lot of takers here. They can't have a lot of takers here. That's so right. Beggars can't, can't be choosers. Denver, hit us up. Good point. Hit, good point. Hit, hit us up at 774 <laughs> Counterbites beer festival coming soon to a desperate theater near you. Yeah, we wanted to have a we wanted to have a concert that weekend. J Lo wants to perform here, but instead we got four guys running this out. They just want to drink beer in here, so we can't have her. Unfortunately, people. (laughs) We don't even invite people. It's just the four of us sitting in a room. (laughs) Just the four of us, giant room, sitting in like Adirondack chairs with coolers. (laughs) That sounds pretty. That sounds pretty dope, actually. Yeah, I I would put a waiting pool in front of me to soak my feet in. That'd be great. No, just that'd be awesome. Anyway, but you bring up a good point, though. Why not do a counterpints beer fest? You know, because you rented out. So Matt, you recently rented out a um a movie theater, right, and watched a movie for a private party. Oh, Why not try good to do point, Kev. Like that for mm-hmm. for the boys. They, I, I found out today that that same theater will let you rent them out to play video games. In hello, that's gonna happen. They're not supposed to bring beers in, but I can confirm on air that you could definitely bring beers into a movie theater. So you just have a secret beer festival that no one knows about. You're well, it's a good thing it's a beer a festival, too, because you, you're smuggling in these beers one ounce at a time, right? So it makes it easier. <laughs> That's right. You just bring in like a bunch of little tasters just sewn into your coat. It's all those little sauce packets, you know, you can get from like a, so- like a burrito <laughs> joint. Just like strapped around your chest like bandoliers and just walk in there with, you know, beer after beer after beer in a one ounce glass. You can't wait for it to be like boiling hot after being that close to my sweaty body for hours. That'll be really appetizing. We'll give you really hoppy beers. That way, when you get that BO smell, you can't tell if it's the hop of the beer. That's <laughs> just skunky. I think that's Jack's thing, actually. Maybe Jack will like this. I do love some skunkiness. Some skunky dankness. Skunk. The one thing I was hoping for is that they would do it like outside. And I get there's yeah. like a I get there's a a a risk factor to that, right? But like you know, was it last week the MLB announced the All-Star game is going to be here in Denver and the capacity for that event is going to be 100 percent. Really? So like huh. things are moving in the right direction. And I think the reason why it was canceled is obviously because it's indoor, right? That's an outdoor event versus an indoor event. But still, like if that's the case, then, you know, why not just try it outside and see if that works? Like I get there's a weather factor to it uh, to a degree, but why not try it? We, you've already deprived us of an entire year and now you're going to almost go for two well you are going to go for two like come on give us a little something and most beer fest out here in california they're all outside they're in fields they're not in uh inside at all i guess we'll see some outdoor ones this summer i wouldn't be surprised if we're gonna start seeing them pop up i wouldn't be surprised it was an insurance thing or some shit like they had to pull the plug now it's a bummer though and i still have zero interest in virtual beer festivals i'm sorry to all these people organizing those but Fucking A, man. No interest. There's always, um, I know it's still trying to get put on and it potentially is going to happen in summer and fall. We could always do the untapped beer festival. This there year. you go. There you go. That would, that would be pretty. All right. All right. So before we move forward, um, 
we have a special podcast fan shout out that uh, sultry Californian Kevin is going to do for us. Yeah, I've uh, I've been asked to uh, to try to pronounce this man's name in the sultriest voice I have. And if you're an avid listener of Counterpoints, you're as confused as I am. So here goes. Happy birthday, Rish, Rish, Richard, Rosh. I you know what? I'm doing my best here, but uh, I have no idea how to pronounce this man's name. All right. It's very white and I just don't understand it. I'm just going to go ahead and say Laguanitas again. Laguanitas for how you, about, Rich. How about Jemison? That is the correct way to say it, motherfucker. Thank you very much. <laughs> Rich, happy birthday to you. We'll get you Jemison later. And also, we Rich was the winner. You, big boy. He was the winner of the uh, Tuesday trivia question, I believe. And he specifically, as part of his um, winning answer, wanted Kevin to say his name out loud on the podcast. So, Rich, congratulations. You've done what no one else can do. For all of our other listeners, make sure you watch our Instagram for trivia questions, because I think in the future, we might up the ante a little bit on the prizes. Stay tuned. So before we move into the main body of this podcast, we will, of course, plug said socials, We've got an Instagram, as I just mentioned. We have a Twitter and we have an untapped account, all under the name Counterpints, C-O-U-N-T-E-R-P-I-N-T-S, Counterpints, one word, all lowercase. We also have a voicemail at 774-224-0708. It's a Google voice box, so you can drop messages in. Um, as long as they're not horrific or offensive in some way, we will read them on air and maybe roast you a little bit. Who knows? But... Um, go check out our social media. Give us likes, follows, DM us, send dick pics. Don't do that. Other things. Who knows? The world's your oyster. We'll be here for you. Check us out. So with that, we're going to move into the main body of this podcast. This week, we wanted to talk about movies a little bit. We do it from time to time. I would say this is a, this is a podcast that likes movies. And it's a podcast that likes negativity. So why not combine... Or as Jack would say, put your hands together. We're going to talk about the worst movies in five different categories in a draft style. So, of course, I'm going to kick it over to Draft Master Jack, and we'll go from there. I uh, couldn't have said that any better. Uh, th- we thrive on the negatives here. We don't care about what people think is a good movie. We want the worst movies. And speaking for myself, some of my picks are going to be controversial. I'm not taking the easy way out. A lot of the movies that I'm going to pick, I think most people will probably think some of them are pretty damn good. Uh, and I hated them. So I can't wait to burn those movies to the ground. Quick re- or rundown of the categories we got. We're going to do worst action movie. We also are going to allow drama to be in that category too, action or drama. Worst animated movie. Worst comedy. Worst horror movie. We'll probably throw sci-fi into that as well. And uh, worst romantic movie. So before we get started, thoughts on these categories, boys? Are we excited about this one? Oh, man. I mean, I feel like we're going to talk about genres, one that is really full of bad fucking movies. It is horror. That one. Get Buckle up for that one. Good Christ. Agreed. I'll also recap the draft uh, standings real quick. Um, I am in first place with four wins. Kevin and Casey are tied at second place with two wins. And then Matt uh, comes up the rear, as he usually does, with one win. <laughs> nice. There we go. Hopefully that stays in. Might get cut. But uh, never. We'll do the draft order real fast. We always do it randomly. This one, Casey's going to get the first pick. Matt will pick second. I will go third. And Kevin will pick fourth. We always do the snake-style format, so we'll reverse that order in the second round. I'll kick it over to Casey. He has the first pick. Here we go. All right. So, going to be honest. 
didn't get a lot of time to to really do some research on this. So this is going to kind of be at the suit of my pants or I've been frantically looking at movies for the last, I don't know how long we've we been on here, just chit chatting and stuff like that. So with that in mind, the toughest one I had was animated. I just don't, I mean, I like animated, so it's kind of hard for me to pick a bad one. But the one that comes to mind and, you know, we always talk about staying true to yourself. This one was the only one I could really think of. And this goes back to when I was a kid and it literally scared the shit out of me. And um, it's called A Troll in Central Park. I think it's one of the worst movies ever, mainly because it scared the shit out of me as a kid. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate that backup. But it's just about this troll who gets banished from his kingdom, wherever world, and he can put his thumb down on a on Earth and grow stuff. And it is just creepy. The troll is creepy. Everything's creepy about it. So, yeah, that's my pick. The character was so goddamn ugly. That's why I remember not liking about that movie. I don't think yeah, I, I, I totally like I've seen it. Creepy as I fuck. Like, I feel like I've seen that, but I can't quite remember. It sounds creepy and it sounds terrible. Good pick. All right. Troll in Central Park. Off the board. Round one. Pick one. Matt is on the clock. I'm going to launch right into comedy and I might even wager, like, I'm going to make a bold statement. This might be what I think is potentially the worst movie of all time. It is probably a low point in cinema history that has never really been hit ever again. It's like a the great stock market crash. We'll never, I don't know. It's the bar is so low now. And I'm gonna give a big shout out to our boy um Adam Sandler for this one. And it is, in my opinion, the worst movie he has ever made, and possibly the worst movie ever made by anyone is Jack and Jill. It's the movie where he plays his own twin sister who visits from out of town and hijinks ensue and the entire plot of the movie if i recall is he's like an ad producer and al pacino is trying to do an ad for dunkin donuts and he has like a donut suit and he does like a dunkachino dance and like he falls in love with the sister it is just such garbage it's horrible like it's just full of like product placement adam sandler you know i used to love some of his movies back in the 90s but he turned into such a fucking sellout. His stuff sucks now. It's so bad. Adam Sandler, you suck. That was absolutely my number one comedy movie right there. Jack and Jill is horrendous. It's a terrible it's definitely movie. Definitely on my list. I wrote it's it down. List, and I've got I, another one. I looked well. at comedy and I was just like, oh, yep, Jack and Jill. I didn't even write up any backups. I'm like, that's it. It's the worst. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. So bad. Easily his worst movie. A real quick thing I thought was funny is I was watching a YouTube clip of one of the survivor shows. And apparently that came out at the same time as one of the seasons of survivor. I'll probably, cause it's been going for a long time. And like the reward they won for a challenge was to go to this theater and they bought him like popcorn and candy. And they got to watch Jack and Jill because it was an ad for Jack and Jill. And that YouTube clip, go look it up listeners like survivor Jack and Jill. It's like watching these cast members trying to pretend to enjoy Jack and Jill, but there's just pain in their faces and it's so good. It's so good. Garbage. All right. Jack and Jill off the board. Um, A popular choice here. Good pick. Um, I've got the third pick here. I guess I'll just jump into the horror category. This one might be more sci-fi, but I just remember being so hyped up to watch this and it fell so flat for me. It's a movie called Prometheus. I hated that movie. I thought it was so boring and so bad, so hyped. Couldn't stand it. Easily my least favorite 
horror slash sci-fi movie and there have been some stinkers people but that one it really just goes to how excited i was to watch it and how horrible i thought it was prometheus off the board the alien franchise really fucking struggled after like alien maybe what three i mean you got alien aliens and then is it just called alien three because yeah prometheus fucking sucks it's like that and like alien covenant I remember in Prometheus, the thing everyone always like laughs about, and it is, it's like great, it's a horrible movie, is when that like spaceship falls, like the giant round spaceship, and they're like running directly in the path of this giant round object, and everyone's just screaming, jump to the side, you assholes. <laughs> they're, 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 everyone's so stupid in that movie. It's, it's hard to watch. Hard to watch. Prometheus, my horror pick off the board. First round. We got one more guy to go. Kevin. Finish off the round. All right. So I'm going to keep up with this theme here and go with a completely different category than my predecessors here. I'm going to pick my worst action movie of all time. All right. And it's going to be so it's related to something we discussed a couple episodes back. You know, it was based off of a beloved TV children's show um, by the name, but actually shares the same name as this movie. But this movie was just a terrible adaptation of it. It was one of this director's worst films. And you know what? He had a great start, but he was also known for a lot of really bad films himself from, uh, from M night Shyamalan here, oh, avatar no. 2010, <laughs> the 2010 avatar movie is my worst action movie of this entire board. Well, wow, that's, that's a really head, good one. Head and shoulders above every other action movie I can think of. And I can think of a lot of bad action movies. This is just one of the worst movies of all time. And it almost ruined the TV show for me. So good job. Ed and I Shyamalan stop making movies. I would say you could probably argue it's the worst adaptation of anything ever. It's I've never seen someone miss every single thing, like any point to any part of that show. He just missed everything. It's crazy. Yeah, I remember a couple of buddies went and saw that and I, and I bailed last minute and I don't regret that decision. You saved yourself. Saved myself. I, I specialize in that. All right. Last or Avatar, the last airbender off the board. Quick recap around number one. Casey had the first pick. He jumped in the animated category. He went with a troll in Central Park. Matt took his comedy, took Jack and Jill, the Adam Sandler movie. That was horrendously bad. I went with the horror category. I took Prometheus. And then Kevin just took Avatar, the last airbender for his action movie. And we're going right back to Kevin for his second pick. All right. I'm going to go into the romance category for one of, I think, what is one of the worst movies of all time. However, it was also parodied for being as bad as it was by uh, oh, by no. James Franco. No the parody. The parody was great. The parody was Disaster Artist. It was James Franco and I forget who else parodying The Room movie by the 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 infamous tommy was so who you bastard the lead role and this was just known for such bad acting like i really want to try to parody the whole you know why mark why kind of thing that he says he's just such a terrible actor terrible producer terrible director <laughs> and um i wish him all the best in life but good god he made the worst movie ever ever i've never seen it i don't think i've ever heard of it i've heard of the disaster artist it's bullshit i did not hit her <laughs> oh hi oh hi mark oh hi mark oh hi mark Seriously. watch Lisa! the disaster artist first and then watch the room just because you ha- kind of have to watch the room and you'll you'll enjoy it better you'll enjoy the experience better for having watched the disaster it's, artist. it's so baffling of a movie i almost like hesitate to call it bad because it like hits this level almost like avant-garde that you're like what is happening it's so weird well and that's why the disaster artist got made because it actually got some kind of cult status as one of the worst yeah. movies of all just time just gonna say that kevin it's like isn't it known as uh, with like a cult following of being the worst movie of yeah. all time and so 
people are people still watch it. So like that to me is crazy. But hey, to each their own, I guess. All right. The Room. Kevin's romantic movie off the board. I have the next pick. Um, I think I might jump in the romantic category as well. Uh, this is one that I remember because I happened to like the show American Idol when I was younger. And they made a movie with Kelly Clarkson and Justin Guarini called From Justin to Kelly. That was absolutely terrible. Just a romantic singing movie it was i don't understand why they made it um it is easily the worst rom-com i've ever seen in my life so yes from justin to kelly is my pick that one i have not seen don't see it It, it's bad it's you know it's it's kind of like a musical but like with a plot that's like just stupid from two nobodies yeah i don't like musicals generally it's probably wide i don't either nope i don't either but you know kelly clarkson when she won american idol she was uh nice to look at and uh justin Guarini wasn't obviously but uh you know he was in the movie too so you kind of had had to deal with him but yeah that's my uh that's my romantic pick and uh i will let matt uh, make the third pick of the second round okay um so for mine i'm gonna go i think with uh animated um i you know i'm usually i would say i'm probably the premier anime well anime actually as well but animated kind of guy in this podcast and if there is an animated movie that really immediately jumped out to me is probably one of the worst that's ever been made. It's actually a relatively recent one in the last few years, and it is the emoji movie. It's the one where Patrick Stewart plays a poop emoji, James Corden. Why that man has a career blows my mind. He's the hot, the friend who's the high five emoji and they go on an adventure in Textopolis. I just watched it because I had to see how bad it was. It just, the whole thing stinks of like, Sony executives that are just like hopelessly out of touch with anyone that's young. And they're like, you know what kids like today? iPhones. Let's have a movie about iPhones. And it's like, how did this get like funded? It's crazy how that exists. It's awful. Awful. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie. I've definitely seen trailers for it. I'll, I'll say James Corden. Some of his stuff is funny, but I heard he's a total asshole. So uh, <laughs> I've also heard that. Yeah, he's uh, he's kind of in that Ellen DeGeneres category now. Of, he's he's kind of close to getting canceled. So hope you're not a James Corden fan out there. He might not be around too much longer. God, I hope not. <laughs> well, I'll jump in right there. I am a James Corden fan, but I'm a James Corden fan that's, before he came tracks. to the United States. His stuff when he was in England is fucking funny. And I think they've just kind of, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's, put a, a muzzle on him to so he can't do some of the stuff he used to do. But if you go back and watch some of his stuff like on BBC, that shit's funny. And I, I obviously th- I have a more of a leaning towards, I think British comedy is the best comedy. They do a fantastic job while also being very smart uh, with, with their comedy. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Then what but, happened to him? Like I, said, I, think, happened. I think a lot of it is, is CBS kind of puts a uh again i don't know a leash whatever you want to call oh, it a hundred percent he has to be politically like, correct yeah. if you yeah he's casey's right if you watch him on like graham norton he's hilarious oh, on that show no. graham norton's probably the best isn't his se- isn't graham norton's seeker he just gets everybody hammered before the interview starts yes 100 percent. they just <laughs> say whatever they want no it's not even before they literally drink during the show that sounds great like i, I want to go thing. on that show but I'm telling you, British comedy is the best comedy out there because on public TV, they're just hammered. They can swear. 
They can show nudity. I'm telling you, go to England, have some fun. It's great. But I think the the thing about the emoji movie is like the concept is 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 kind of interesting if you're a kid. I think that's where they were aiming. But unfortunately, I don't even know if it hit there because I feel like it, if you're a kid, now I'm gonna say this, but I could be totally wrong. You know, the older kids have emo- phones at that time, right? Like now, we're a couple like what? I think it's like six years old, seven years old. I'm sure every I kid has a five. cell phone. Is it five? Yeah. You know, I think now every kid has a cell phone the minute they come out of uh, the womb, basically. But, you know, maybe back then it wasn't quite that. So I think they missed the mark on that sense of their demographic was great, but I don't know if they really nailed it with the, uh, or excuse me, the intention was great, but the demographic was a miss. And I think that's why it ended up being so bad. Hey, TJ Miller was in that movie. That's before he called him that bomb threat onto a train going into Connecticut. Perfect. Shout out to TJ Miller. Shout out to TJ Miller. Best part of Silicon Valley. Great, great character in Silicon Valley. Casey, you have the final pick around. So I'm going to jump into the comedy realm. Uh, I did uh, really like Matt's pick. I'm going with another Adam Sandler movie. I had Jack and Jill on my board as well, but I'm going with That's My Boy. And we've talked it about uh, talked about it before. I'm just what uh, what is it? Andy Sandberg? Like, I've I never, yeah, I've too. never watched that one. Is it really bad? Oh my god, it's horrible. Honestly, Sandberg's it's terrible. Horrible. I'm not a Sandberg fan. And, and what's funny is I was watching an interview actually more recent. I think it's when Adam Sandler last went on SNL, and I don't know if it was for the 40th anniversary or whatever. But they met and they were talking about how bad of a decision that movie was for them to do so i just think that's gonna take my vote it is bad jack and Jill's bad but for every show, movie that adam sandler puts out and he puts out some bad ones he puts out one or two that are incredible like obviously you have happy gilmore absolute incredible movie sure. I believe it was its last 20 was the is last year or this year the 25th anniversary i mean it's incredible the other one, have you guys seen his newest one? And I'm blanking on the name, but it's about the diamonds. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah, Uncut, Uncut Gems? Gems. Yeah. Well, Uncut I, Gems. I, can I say this on, on air here? I fucking hated that movie. I don't know why. Oh, really? The buzz, the, the, buzz around, the buzz around it was so strong. And I was like, oh, with like, oh, it's his first series rolling a long time. I watched it with my parents. And my dad kept saying, he's like, we got to turn this off. We got to turn. This is so bad. This is, I don't know. It's one of those movies I really did not understand why everyone liked. So good. Same with No Country for Old Men. Shut up. Love that movie as well. No Country for Old Men's great. Bore the shit out of me. That's a bad movie. Dunk it down, friend. Dunk it down. Jesus. All right. Uh That's my boy off the board. Wow. Two Adam Sandler movies in the first two rounds. Well, that's a treat continue. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> a quick recap of round two. Kevin kicked it off with his romantic movie. Went with The Room. I also took romance. I went with From Justin to Kelly. Uh, Matt went with animated. He took the emoji movie. And then Casey just took his comedy. He went with That's My Boy. All right. And before we start round three, we've got the entire group checking in beers i will go to snowy boulder kick it to casey for his beer check-in all right so i'm checking in a beer that's pretty local here it is from rails end brewing company I believe they're located in broomfield it might be westminster they're right there on the the border there but this is their flying umbrella hazy ipa india pale ale at 7.1 alcohol by 
volume. Let's give this a taste here. Oh, it's pretty good. They also have this blood orange one that I was going to bring on, but I've already had it. So I have to bring that on to a, a future pod, but that's pretty dang good. That is pretty dang good. All right, people. It's pretty dang good. We will go to San Diego for our beer check-in with Kevin. All right. So I'm still working on the last of my uh, my package or my shipment of other half from uh, New York area. So this is Dank Squares Mosaic Lot Number 2. And you know what? I'm uh, six six beers deep from other half over the course of the weeks here. Every single beer has been, as Matt would say, a slapper. Very, very good. Slap. All right. We're slapping in San Diego. How are we doing in Connecticut, Matt? Yeah, it's weird to hear another state having snow and we don't. We finally won one. So for my beer, I'm going to be checking in something out of sunny Wisconsin. Um, the town of, let's try to pronounce this, Wanaki, Wisconsin. This is a beer brought to me by, again, friend of the podcast, Rich. Again, happy birthday. Um, this is Cocktail Sunrise, um, which is a breakfast parfait sour ale with blueberry, raspberry, strawberry, vanilla, lactose, and honey granola. Sounds like a yogurt parfait. And I've had a couple sips already. Pretty goddamn good. All righty. Happy birthday, Rich. You sure do know the best places to party during SantaCon late night in Jamaica Plain, Boston. That was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. Thanks, Rich, and happy birthday. And now we're going to Winston-Salem for my check-in. I'm drinking a actually beer from New York, uh, Elmsford, New York, Captain Lawrence, a brewery that I actually like. Um, I feel like I am starting to become a snob for New England IPAs because I don't really enjoy this. It's not a bad beer. It's just not uh, to the quality of my liking. Um, I'm used to burial. I'm used to treehouse. I'm used to New Anthem. And this just doesn't come close. I'd probably give it like a three, four on untap. Not great. It's called Tears of Green. Uh, so, yeah, Captain Lawrence, uh, shout out New York. Honestly, I feel the same way about Graysale these days out of Rhode Island. Like I used to really like them when I was getting started, but these days it's kind of like, you know, there's a lot better New England IPAs in the area. True. All right. So yeah, we're we're shitting on New York. State beef, New York, you suck. And we'll kick it off round three. After that note, a huge anti-New Yorker, Casey, has the first pick around three. Love that. Yeah. Fuck New York. I'm I'm going into the romance, romantic comedy genre. And I'm going one with I think, uh, I don't know, I'm sure all of you have seen this movie before, at least I, I would assume so. One of Ashton Kutcher's first movies, it's my boss's daughter. Um, really, really bad. Not is Tara Reid in that? Tara Reid is in that. And 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 might have been one of the reasons why I wanted to watch that movie. <laughs> Always a now, good sign, Tara Reid. you American Pie, <laughs> hey, buddy. So I thought I'd give it a go. Uh, not good. Not good at all. This owl takes up most of the fucking movie. Just gets crazy. Crazy shit happens. It's I didn't even think it was that funny. There isn't really a whole lot of the romance part of it. So just didn't make a lot of sense. So that's my pick. Goodbye. Yeah, I I do remember that movie and not liking it. I think Casey kind of hit the nail on the head with it was Tara Reid. And that was Tara Reid in her prime. Talking American Pie days. Not... Was she in Sharknado? Yep, she sure yeah. was. <laughs> yeah, not, not Sharknado days. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've been, I've been like, I've been reading like a plot synopsis of some of these movies when they're mentioned, and I like when they talk about this. And my boss's daughter, while Lisa Tara Reed's character is away, her older brother hides some drugs in the bathroom, which the family's pet owl and Jess 
causing it to behave erratically. That's all I need to hear about that movie. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm God. telling you, it's bad. And, and the, <laughs> you're right. The the whole reason I went to watch the movie was a character who wasn't really in the movie. It was Tara Reid. And then I can't remember her name. Carmen Ele- is it Carmen Electra? Carmen Electra is in, in it, the yeah. movie too. And she comes in and she just like wants to make out and have sex with Ashton Kutcher's um uh character i'm telling you it just it is all over the place there's Man. no real plot remember carmen electra when she was like the hottest shit ever and like yeah, what happened to her day. wow she was she was married dave navarro she was, she was so hot back in the day oh my god hell yeah this is 2003 so i would have been fucking middle school i think yeah that was middle school days wow all right my boss's daughter off the board first pick around three we will kick it to matt now okay so I'm going to take a whack, I think, at the horror category. This is this is one that, boy, howdy, was it hard to pick a bad horror movie because there are so many choices. And I, I think I tried to keep it like too much in the low out of the too low budget flicks. Like it almost feels a little unfair to like pick some shitty movie someone made for 12 grand. But um, there's a series of movies in the horror genre that I feel like are pretty infamous for being terrible. And they're a big part of, I think, like horror history, despite how bad they are. And that's the uh, the Leprechaun series. And there's a particular Leprechaun movie that is just atrocious. And I'm, I'm going to confirm the name of it because I wanted to make sure I got this exactly right. And I was correct. It is Leprechaun in the Hood, the 2000 film where he was like in an inner city wearing like pimp glasses. And it's just really a masterpiece in absolute garbage fucking filmmaking. And it's, I almost recommend you go watch it just to have, what what if we put the leprechaun? I don't know if I was, I think, yeah, it was, it was Warwick Davis was still playing him. And it's like, we're going to put him in an urban setting and have a lot of like black characters and like references to like rap and like drug use. And he has like a big pimp chain. It's oof. It's exquisite is the only word I could use. I knew that movie was going to get picked in this draft. I friggin' knew it. And I, and I actually predicted who was going to pick it. So props to me. I look forward to talking about a couple of my runner ups at the end of the. Oh boy. I've already taken my horror movie and I'm coming up with some right now that I'm like, yep, that could have been picked. We got leprechaun in the hood off the board. I have the next pick. A lot of ways I could go here. I think I'm just going to go take the animated one. This movie Picked a terrible time to come out. It, it it came out right around when another movie of a very similar variety came out called Finding Nemo. And that was such a great movie. And then Shark Tale. Oh, yeah. And was so bad. Shark Tale was horrible. Dude, that's the other one I was between with the animated movies. <laughs> Shark Tale is terrible. Oh, so bad. It's like Will, Will Smith's finest role. Thing. Like Robert De Niro and Michael Imperioli. It's like a mob movie in the sea. It's a kid movie. What kid has seen like the Godfather? Nobody. Yeah. The whole plot is what that like he, they think he beats up that shark. Who's a vegetarian kills that shark. He's like the shark killer. And then he becomes like a complete asshole. Like you hate Will Smith's character and the animation. That movie is so goddamn ugly. All like the fish look horrible. It was terrible. It was a horror movie because, and then Finding Nemo was so good. And then that comes out and just, uh, it was, it was bad. So yeah, I, I'm taking Shark Tale for my animated movie. Kevin, wrap up round three. All right. So we, uh, we started the round with a Tara Reid movie. 
we're going to finish around with a Tara Reid movie. My worst <laughs> horror movie on this list was one that was actually already mentioned. It's Sharknado. Dear Lord, that was such a trashy movie. Like, I get that maybe it has a cult following these days, kind of like The Room, but you know what? It was just a terrible movie. I, we should really think about who makes bad movies, actors and actresses, because Adam Sandler and Tara Reid are going to keep coming up on this list. And I, I would like to think about who else just is known for making terrible movies. Jennifer Aniston, maybe? Nicolas Cage. Nicholas Cage is one of those where, like, he has like some, he has really high points, but yeah, really low points. Yep. Really yeah, low that's points. true. Yeah, that's true. There's a big yeah. gap. Yeah, because you get uh, like you treasure. get like you get like yeah. Face Off and Con Air. It's like fuck yeah. And then it's like look at anything he's done in the last decade, and you're like oof. Yeah, terrible. I, oh, anyway, one of his one of his movies was almost my horror pick. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> we'll love to hear about that later. Oh yeah, I think we're gonna have a long segment of the uh, picks not taken. All right, so we got round three off the board. Casey kicked it off with my boss's daughter, the Tara Reid movie for his rom-com. Matt took his horror movie. He went with Leprechaun in the Hood. I jumped in the animation category, went with Shark Tale, and Kevin went back to horror, and he took Sharknado, also starring Tara Reid, excuse me. And we will go to Kevin for round four. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and go into my worst animated film here. I'm going to pick one from the recent past. I'm going to go with the remake of Cats. I think that remake of Cats with one Jason Derulo and all that other terrible Taylor Swift and CGI on top of regular bodies. <laughs> Judy just Dench. The worst application of animation. One of the worst applications of animation you could ever see. That's not just like a budget movie. So good God. Terrible. Fun fact about really that movie. Jane, or, uh, Jason Derulo's cat suit. They had to alter it because his original one showed off his dick, right? Just too big of a dick. His yeah. unit. His unit. Yeah. His unit. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was trying to figure out a way to get cats in this list. It didn't even really occur to me at the whole movie CGI. So yeah, you can make an argument that, that it's animated. animated. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's a. It's like one of the. I want to. I, I haven't movies. watched it. I want to watch it. Oh, I tried. I tried. Don't. It's not worth it. It's, I, it's, I was it's like, you know what? I know it's bad. getting bad. Reviews, but I'm gonna give it a go. I'm gonna Je- give it a try. Jellicle cats, feeling jellicle no, right now. So bad. What is like I was gonna say is one of the movies in more recent history where it, like it literally didn't even come close to cutting even. It like continued to after they made it, it continued to lose money because it was so bad, which is very very rare, very rare. I would love to hear the story behind why that got made. Like, did people? Oh, money! It's really, it's money. really easy. It's money. The exactly. But did, did they think that that was going to work? Like a theatrical no. adaptation of cats? They don't care. Like, People are going to see because I want to go see Taylor Swift in a movie. Ooh, she, that's it. Done. Yeah, she's really known for her acting ability, Taylor Swift. Yeah, she should. She can't even sing. What? I didn't got, say that. Got her. <laughs> Swift, Swift, leave us alone. This isn't most overrated musical artist, right? That's another episode. Oh boy, Kevin just created another category. I love it. Hot oh, fucking take. Kevin. Also, Woo! overrated movies coming soon. By the way, okay, that's off the board. Uh, I'll just say it right now. I think Kevin is running away with this draft, but we will continue to draft. I have the next pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my comedy. This is a movie that I think Matt kind of just said. Why did that get made? Movie forty three. What the hell? What, like that is the oddest movie I've ever seen it's so weird it's got such a big cast and like the little sketch comedies are just so out there like 
what is this? Uh, just an odd, odd movie. I've heard of that one, haven't seen it. Well, uh, if you want to see Hugh Jackman have a scrotum attached to his neck, okay, um, I'm in. Go see that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's uh, not good. It's, not good. It's hang on. so you're, you're, being, you're being serious. That sounded like you were trying to be facetious on purpose. That, that actually happened in the movie. Really. That's a scene. You know what? Oh, that is a scene. scene. It's 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 literally it's a it's an ensemble cast and there's different sketches. So there's like one sketch with like Hugh Jackman and Kate Winslet. Their thing ends and then it goes to the next sketch with different actors and actresses. It's got huge names in it. Huge. Names. I didn't. I didn't Massive need to names. see that. I didn't. Yep, need there to it see is. That, We're just putting, you know, it it's like, putting it on the screen. There it is. Hugh Jackman with a scrotum. It's on real. His yeah. He shows up on a date with Kate Winslet with a scarf around his neck. It's like a blind yeah. date, and then he takes it off, and she's trying to get through dinner with him, looking like that, trying to like have an actual conversation. Do, do you like, like, watch this? Maybe. Huh. <laughs> probably should. You, no. Should watch I keep it. trying Let's... to point to the the waiter to like point at the neck and like. He's huh. like trying to get people to like see like, do you guys see this? Do you guys understand what I'm dealing with? But he's like this like rich, yeah. you know, like uh, artist bachelor, yeah, who is like knows everybody at the restaurant and everybody acts like they have they can't see it, but she's the only one that can. It yeah. <laughs> it like Naomi Watts is in it and Chris Pratt. On it's got a, it's got it. a huge huge cast. Huge. I think that's what it was famous cast. for. That they just put a lot of people in there. Dennis it's, Quaid. <laughs> the rapper that's, Common, Will Sasso, Seth MacFarlane. That's a that's a trend with a lot of these worst movies I'm finding is yeah. just, they have huge ensemble yeah, cast of very famous it. things, it's, but it's terrible it. writing all the way around. Well, and it's like, like it's I think what it is is it's an opportunity for these actors who are in a lot of like serious and legit roles. This was an opportunity for them to just fuck off and like just fuck around. Without the bu- the no budget was only six like million. That. How the hell did they get all these famous actors for six million dollars? What they do? Just like, well, when, it's, when, when, it's like they're all couples. Oh, they're okay. all, it's like it's huh. like Naomi Watts and Lee Schreiber are in, a, are in one together. It's like their their son has lived like this sheltered life because their parents try to play literally all the roles that a, like a friend would play. So like the kid, like Naomi Watts, is trying to like force him into having sex like mind you that's his mother like it's it's very very weird if you get a chance to watch it just take take a few minutes to just go watch some of the, the sketches the it's co- something it's the out co-directors there co-directors said that a lot of the actors were, were like were friends with him they didn't like they didn't really pay them and they just like it only took a couple days of their time and they were just like whatever fine yeah it's it's I'll, like, a, I'll it's be like in a this super super raunchy snl skit almost it's huh. so if you were able to make um hugh jackman wear a scrotum on his neck and not pay him that's like a win-win right there yeah i do like hugh jackman. well he's I in did. it for I like did. 10 minutes but again i i i go back to i really think this was like an opportunity for these actors who and actresses who constantly take legit roles to just literally fuck around i i that's the only way i can think of it because they're not getting paid at all there's another movie like that casey that might be on my list for worst weird. comedies weird all right movie 43 off the board matt has the second to last pick of the fourth round oh boy so um I my two left are romance and action, and I'm gonna pick. I think romance. Um, one I struggled this this one a little bit. Unfortunately, the room was my uh, initial pick, so I was disappointed to see that go. But for a backup one, that a, a rom com that I remember watching and I really did not like, and I think it's definitely one of the worst rom coms or generally romance movies I've ever seen. I'm gonna give it to Good Luck Chuck, starring Dane Cook. That movie is hot garbage. That's the one where basically 
Dane Cook's character is seen as like a good luck charm because every woman he dates when they break up or whatever, they end up finding like the man of their dreams. So women go after him as like a good luck charm. Dane Cook sucks. He should not be in any movies. And then I think the female lead was Jessica Alba. Correct. Before she, before yes, she just completely gave up on acting, which for good reason. Terrible. Well, it's, it's the same thing as my boss's daughter. People saw that movie for one reason and one reason only. It was Jessica yep. Alba. Highlight of that movie, though. The woman with three breasts. Also Never. the high, also the highlight of what total recall? That too, yes. So so uh Chuck's uh comrade, his the short, hairy uh you know, plastic, plastic surgeon, surgeon who keeps yeah. like fucking melons essentially, yep. ends up with a three two right. woman because Dan Cook slept with her. Like, all right, that's really weird, but that's the only point of the movie that was actually vaguely interesting. Plus Jessica Alba was kind of hot. That's why I saw the movie. So, kind of. Right, oh man. Yeah, yeah, that's another one that's like it's like in the mid the mid two thousands. Like there was just a lot of shit ass movies at that period. I think. Shout out Dan Cook, huge Red Sox Boston sports fan. Go Boston, Casey, you're up. All right, so I'm gonna take my horror, um, and I'm gonna follow one that um, you know we've talked about a number of times on this podcast. Sequels and whether they're good or not. This is a, a series. What really sucks about this is. The first one is just so, so, so good. And we might actually have a connection with a member of this pod for the original. But this sequel, which is technically the fourth one, is trash. Yep, and we're talking about. <laughs> do you? I hope you do. I hope I get Yeah, Jaws the Revenge. It is absolute doo-doo. Do do. Don't waste your time seeing it. I think I lasted all of about maybe 20, 30 minutes and went, I'm done. And it, like I said, it just sucks so bad because the original Jaws, so good. So, so good. And then they just kind of slowly declined from there on. But yeah, Jaws the Revenge. Because what? The the shark is like targeting the sun or something because it's like pissed yeah. off they killed the original yeah. Jaws. What a great plot. Targeting the sun or targeting the mom? Um, it's one of the two because the it goes it's, after. Yeah, like, wasn't Mike, Michael Caine's in that, isn't he? I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're yes, right. Yes, he definitely is. Yep. Yeah. Isn't is there that, also like um like Son of Jaws too? Like there was like every single Jaws movie after the first one was just terrible. And there some was, of, some of the yeah, Jaws, yeah. Jaws 2, Jaws, Jaws 3D. 3D. Yeah, that and was then really Jaws bad the too. Yeah, any if, just, just two wasn't great. Like let's no, let's no, that's stop what I'm saying. Just, just two wasn't that good. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I know it's a tangent, but what horror movie sequels are actually good? Most of them are your shit. Uh, I'll bad. tell you one. I'll tell you one. Some bad ones. I I will say the Paranormal Activities are uh, all very good. enjoyable. They're just fun, you, but you got to see it with a big group of people. You see that by yourself. That the first one's based off, and I'm going to put this loosely in yeah, based off a true story, <laughs> real events, and it's actually near Kevin in Carlsbad, California. Yeah, true. So yeah, there's there's ghosts in your house out there. Jaws: The Revenge is one of the few movies on Rotten Tomatoes to have a zero percent rating. But you know, a shark eats people, so why not? I'll win. All right, Jaws: The Revenge off the board with Casey's horror pick. Quick recap around four. Kevin kicked it off, went with animation. He took the new Cats movie that came out recently. I took my comedy. I went with movie 43. Matt went with rom-com, went with good luck, Chuck. And then Casey just took his horror pick with Jaws, the revenge. We got one round left, boys, and we are going right back to Casey. Yeah, so this one, it's going to be a little bit closer to like a sci-fi movie. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if none of you guys have seen this. I don't know how I saw it, but I could be totally wrong. 
on on assuming that you guys haven't seen it. But I'm, I'm going to kind of follow a trend here off of my last pick. But the worst action movie I have ever seen, and I have no doubt that this is the worst one I've ever seen, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Absolute trash. Trash. And there's, like, so many scenes where they're, like, trying to figure out this giant shark, excuse me, Mega Shark and Giant Octopus. And there's, there's this scene where there's scientists in this lab, and they're... God, I can't even say it without laughing. Um, they're just kind of mixing like potions in a beaker or just little solubles. And then they'll put it in one and they'll twirl it around. Then they'll like look at each other and they'll just like nothing said. No words are said. Just like. And then they put it right back into the other one. Do the same thing and look back at each other. And what's funny is this scene happens throughout the movie, but it's the exact same scene the exact same scene no change no different camera angle it's the exact same scene and it is horrible probably was made on a budget <laughs> of about ten dollars i'm surprised Tara, i'm surprised tara reed wasn't in this Can i just say when you like are scrolling through the tv guide or something like that and you come across a movie called mega shark versus giant octopus what would make you think that wouldn't be the worst movie you've ever seen <laughs> All right, alcohol so- alcohol Yes, and that's what was involved. There was there was drugs and alcohol involved. Um, I was actually on my way home from class, and my roommates in college were watching this, and half of them were blazed out of their minds. The other half were drunk off their asses. And I walked into the room, and I just, like, sat down because I was exhausted, and we started watching this, and I was like, what are we watching? Like, I was just so baffled. So then I proceeded to drown my sorrows with just a bunch of alcohol. I think I took like four or five shots just back to back to back to back because it was the only way I was going to watch this piece of shit movie. Incredibly bad. Incredibly bad. Oh my! These, these were usually on Sci-Fi Channel, yes. right? Yes, 100%. Yep. This is how I remember it. I, you know, I, was, I was, while you were talking, I was researching this because I remember there's definitely more than one Mega Shark movie. This was the first one and then it goes Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus versus Mecha Shark versus Colossus. And supposedly in the works is Mega Shark versus Moby Dick. I might have to watch that one. Ooh, I do like Moby Dick. Moby Dick will take that one. Let's be real. Well, if it was Monstro, they would. But Matt, go ahead. Make it next <laughs> week. Okay, so I'm down to one category, and that's going to be the action category. This is another one that I kind of struggle with because there's a lot of there's a lot of good options. And something we've been bringing up a lot are sequels, and I found a lot of these were sequels, um, movies that were once good and then became bad. I'm going to pick one. That's not a sequel because again, as we've said, stay true to your heart. And Kevin gave me the inspiration for this one. I had a different one picked coming into this podcast, but when he talked about Avatar, the last airbender, it reminded me of another series that had a theatrical adaptation that was butchered beyond all fucking hope and belief. And that is one of my, one of the, really the quintessential anime series is Dragon Ball Z. And I think it was the year 2009 that Dragon Ball had a live action adaptation made and released into like widespread theaters, which was called Dragon Ball Evolution. Dragon Ball Evolution is really, I feel like another one of those. It's kind of like in the pantheon of like nerds the world over just fucking hate it. It's so bad. It's all like no name actors. They completely miss any purpose of the source material. The main character is like this doofy white guy and has nothing to do with the main character, Goku. You know, I know anime is not popular among this group, but it's really an atrocious fucking movie. 
at the level of Avatar The Last Airbender that I just don't know why they made it or how they really just didn't understand the source material at all. Bad movie. It was a bad movie. I never really watched the TV show, but the movie was terrible. Okay. I'm gonna I'll, shock t- I'll take the next pick now. And uh... oh, I was just going to say, I was going <laughs> to shock the pot here and say I've never seen it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. Ex- I didn't expect I'm in that group to, as well. But I had. But I. I could. I had to get that off my chest. Dragon Ball Evolution is the fucking worst. Mind you, uh, I believe Matt was in college in 2009 and went and saw that. But uh, you know, I love Dragon Ball Z. I, I fucking ran out to see that movie. Let's be real. Was it just you and a bunch of like 10 and 12 year olds? It was me and like a bunch of like all my 40 year olds at the time. Yeah. I will say this. They've had a girlfriend, Wendy, that redhead who makes those sick burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, if you're listening, I want you back, baby. <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution off the board. This next pick, I don't know if it's going to be controversial, but it's not considered a bad movie by any means. One person on this podcast happens to love it, and we've talked about this before, and I've talked about how this is arguably my least favorite movie that I've ever seen in my life. I saw it in theaters with my dad and we contemplated walking out. It's an actor that is one of my favorites and he struggled for a long time to win an Academy Award and this movie got it for him and I don't know why because he barely spoke in it. I'm going to talk about The Revenant. I fucking hated that movie so much. It was horrific. Leo should have gotten an Oscar for Titanic because he sacrificed his life for the good of a woman that he barely knew. And also The Departed. He was great. Oh, and Wolf of Wall Street. Great in that too. But uh, The Revenant, I don't get it. I don't understand. It's it's a beautifully shot movie. The, you know, the landscape, the the nature is great and everything, but he doesn't speak. Uh, I just, I never got it. It's uh, my least favorite action movie. Worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah, see, that one I kind of like. I don't love it, but I feel like for me, the big one of that one is the cinematography is like fucking top notch. I, I, it's like a nice movie to watch, but you're that, right. his, his performance is more right. grunting and going like, ah, uh, uh. yeah, I'm, I, that's a valid complaint. My it's opinion. a beautifully shot movie. No arguments there, but the plot itself. No, it's based off a true story. Like, what are you guys even talking well, one about? of the most convincing bear maulings I've seen in a movie? Yeah, that was it. That was the whole movie, the bear mauling. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> he couldn't talk because he was mauled by the bear. It yeah, yeah, you talk after you get mauled by a bear, Jack. Fuck. I think it's even harder to act when you can't speak than it is to act when you can speak. And that's why you want an Oscar. And this is easily a top five movie for me. It's top one of the five? best movies. Ooh. Top five. Oh, yeah. Between the cinematography, Leo's acting. And, Jack, I don't disagree with you one bit. Leo deserved an Oscar Far, far sooner than he ever got one. He had been in like 40-something movies before. I think this was like his 42nd or 43rd movie before he won an Oscar. I'll even take it back to Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, oh, Should have won an Oscar for that. How about What's fantastic. Eating Gilbert Grape? He was great in that movie. Now, now, he was great in that movie now we're talking. But no, Romeo this and is Juliet. a great movie. Great movie. Oh. Um, that's probably my favorite adaptation of Romeo and Juliet, by the way. <laughs> Is that the one with the guns? Yes, the sabers. Yeah, the sabers. When he pulls like, this is my my long sword. It's like a long gun. All right, yeah, I'm back in. So, John No, no, no. The best Romeo and Juliet adaptation was Romeo Must Die with Jet Li and DMX. May he rest in peace. No, no, no. That's a deep cut right there. Dear God. I'm with Casey, though. I like Revenant. I wouldn't put on a worse movie list by any means. Oh, it's it's on mine. But uh, I will talk about the movie that 
I finished like second I, in the running to that. I would put it on an overrated list, maybe. No, I, I didn't go in with high expectations to it. I just was very disappointed. But there's another movie that I would put on an overrated list that I almost put on this one, but didn't quite beat out The Revenant. We'll let, we'll let Kevin polish off his win here. So Matt may have struggled with a worst horror movie because there were so many choices. I struggled with the worst comedy because there were a lot of really bad comedy movies. I'm just going to r- rattle off some names I considered here because I was last on the list. Um, uh, I pronounced Chuck and Larry from Adam Sandler. There's a lot of really bad uh, Adam Sandler movies. And uh, I know Jessica Biel is hot. Jessica Biel. That's, that's it. That, is, that, know, is that the one where she like jiggled her boobs a little yes, bit at one yeah, scene? Exactly. You can't exactly. put that on this list. No, Kevin. Well, it's the same thing as um, a Good Luck Chuck. Jessica Alba's hot. Jessica Biel's hot. Maybe there's common Jessicas are hot and really bad comedy I like movies. Jessica Biel better than Jessica Alba. Oh, me too. We should have that be an entire Easily podcast. Easily hands down. We can, go, we can, we can fill close. two hours on that. Yeah. Yeah, let's have a sexist podcast. Jessica Brackett coming soon. All right, let's see. What else did I think was a bad movie? Um, White Chicks. White Chicks was a bad comedy movie. Remember the Wayans <laughs> Brothers? Okay. Uh, and, and, and Whiteface? That was a terrible movie. But my winner here has to be the Dumb and Dumber sequel that nobody wanted. The remake, the prequel when they were in high school with Shia LaBeouf for some dumbass reason. No. I mean, come on, guys. I like Dumb and Dumber, the, the first movie, but I really didn't want a sequel to that. It was just it was made for money. Like most Jim Carrey oh, sequels, are. it's Dumb and Dumberer when Harry met yeah, yeah, yeah. Lloyd. That's yes, yeah, that right. one's Dumb and Dumberer. The one that Jim Carrey. Okay, which one are you picking, terrible. Kevin? Because there were Dumb two. and Dumberer. Dumb and Dumberer. Okay. Yeah, that one. No one wanted that sequel. Wait, is that the one with? Technically, technically it's a prequel. It's there in high school. That's when. Oh, Dumb and Dumberer when Harry met Lloyd. Is that what it's called? Right. That oh, one. They, oh, they yeah. put they put them in yeah. a special needs class. I bet that aged well. Yep. Oh, there's a lot of things nowadays that you you watch it and you're just like, how <laughs> is this a lot of Uh oh, that's a good pick. Uh, that's a good pick. Let me recap round five real quick. Casey took his action movie. He went with Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Yes, that is a real movie. Matt took his action. He went with uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. Saw that in 2009 when he was in college. I went with uh, my action movie. I went with The Revenant which um, probably pretty controversial pick right there. And then Kevin went with his comedy. He took dumb and dumber when Harry met Lloyd. So that that's the draft people. What did we, what did we miss fellas? All right. So what about worst horror movie, Matt? I hear you have a lot of really bad horror movies on this list. What do you got? Oh man, there's, there's some, there's some rough ones. Actually, I'm actually kind of impressed with the group. You guys were kind of grabbing a lot of ones that like I had written down. I, I know one, like, this is the one that I mentioned, it was Nicolas Cage that I, I remember watching, um, is The Wicker Man. It's the it's the adaptation, of, I think it was like a 70s movie, but yeah, he goes to the island that's run by women, and at some point he dresses up in a bear suit, and he punches someone in the face, then there's that line where he gets the basket of bees on his head, and he yells like, killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey. It is a weird fucking movie, and it's terrible. <laughs> It's so what, terrible. What about um? What about some M Night Shyamalan movies? Either like Signs or what the about? Village? How about how about The Happening yeah, was, with Mark Wahlberg? Oh yeah, oh, I was yeah, going to yeah. say that. That was Ooh. Yeah, that Ooh. was my number two. God, Shyamalan's had some. He's had some stinkers. The guys. Village. The Village is a bad one. The Village Ooh, is boy. bad. They are, I, they are I, by I and it, large stinkers. Yeah. They're I almost. Think, all I think stinkers. The Happening might be might be his worst. Is there one worse than that? In in your opinion, Avatar. Uh, I, I, I like forget he made that movie. You're right, though. That's a good point. The happening <laughs> was just black the happening was like, oh, oh the, it's the trees. They evolved to kill people. I remember like kind of being excited for that movie when it Here. first came out. 
because I went yeah, because the you thought you thought, cool. you, you thought oh my god ants cool I love Lord of the Rings <laughs> it was more just like oh people are randomly like killing themselves like it was kind of interesting and then oh Mark Wahlberg God is he a bad actor fuck fuck <laughs> well he great was good producer, in the, he was good in the Departed though sure great in the I Departed. guess great producer great producer and, and a fighter crazy all oh, fighters a good one that's you a good segue to contraband I was gonna say that's a good segue to worst uh, worst action movies here. All right, here's mine. It's, well, it's kind of a drama, and this is this is more of an overrated one that uh, everyone raves about loving, and I just I've watched it, and I just <laughs> I just don't get it. Forrest Gump, I freaking can't stand Ooh, that movie. I, I love like Forrest Gump oh, so I good. It. I hate it. Fantastic. I hate that. that, that movie. That's a hot take. <laughs> It's, that is a it's my number one. Tom Hanks, a national movie. treasure. Well, not in that movie. He wasn't, but it's my number so, one overrated movie. I actually heard it on a radio like a station. Was also voted it. most overrated movie. Interesting. I was just going to say, I have a feeling that Jack's also going to say Castaway was horrible as well. No, I liked Castaway. Or Saving Private Ryan. Ooh. I yeah. loved Saving Private Ryan. I mean, they all, they all died for no reason. What the fuck? Right? Is that what you're going to say? War movies bracket coming soon. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan might win the war movies bracket. That's it, it's on uh, it's on Netflix movie. right now, right? That's awesome. It is on Netflix right now. Yeah, yeah, Luke, good Lieutenant, um, Lieutenant Dan. Well, speaking of war movies, another one I hated. Um, a director that nobody talked about on this one that's uh, very controversial. Okay. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. I hated Inglorious Bastards. I hate that film. Yeah, I, if you oh, want, if you, I loved it. You want to talk famous directors that yeah, I don't like? It. Quentin Tarantino. I'm not a big fan of his movies, generally. Agreed. Oh, I, I like Tarantino. I, I did like *Inglorious Bastards*. I think it was overrated. I'm with you, but I don't think it was bad. It had he, sections I liked. But friend overall. of the podcast, yeah, Steve minutes. from Florida. That's his least favorite movie ever made. Um, uh, I got. A, I, I have a couple action ones here, and these are where I was talking I? sequels. I put *RoboCop 3*. That's the *RoboCop* <laughs> where they try to make it. They try to make it PG-13, which is the worst thing you could do to a *RoboCop* film. Horrible. *Speed 2*. Where they couldn't Speed even two. Cruise, that's a good Cruise, Cruise Control. Two, Cruise, Cruise Control. Control. Horrible. Yeah. They, they couldn't that get Keanu Reeves. Third pick. I, I was very close to picking Speed 2. It's really bad yeah. when Speed 1 kicks ass. Uh, oh, I watched uh, that the other day. Speed was so good. Speed I almost forgot great. how good yeah. it was. It's so good. I'm going to um, cut in here. You said yeah, bad sequels. Yeah. Expendable sequels. The Expendables, uh, the first, it, it the first kind of one okay. I didn't think was that good. It, it had some novelty to it, but then yeah. every single one after that, two or three, was just a trash movie. Sylvester Again, it's another one that they. Anything, yeah. You look at the cast, though, and you're like, all of these guys have made incredible movies <laughs> and incredible Legends. action movies at that. And then you're like, huh, not, not the greatest, just not the greatest of sequels. Fair point. Fair point. Rocky Five, for instance, or like some of the later Rambo <laughs> films. Perhaps. Oh, I I've never been a Rocky fan at all. Ooh. I, I I know I can't get into him. I want to like him. I can't. I hate the Eye of the Tiger song too. What? I hate it. Come on. We, oh, we played that. Our dun, mascot in high school dun, was the Tigers. Dun, dun. We played that every Friday. Oh, I hate that. Oh, song. I think I think you just got traumatized by it. Unfortunately, maybe I, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's gonna pump you up. Like, no, it doesn't. I survivor. <laughs> hell yeah. Oh god. I, I hate I'm it. just gonna go back to our state beef. It's <laughs> not a big fan of Rocky because it takes place in a shithole of a city. That's, That's fair. true. Uh, That's in fair. Philadelphia. Speaking Fucking of shit, hell. I think they eat it. What they do, <laughs> fair. especially when they win championships. <laughs> Rocky Four. Rocky Four takes place in the Soviet Union. That's a good one. Dolph Lundgren, however, is Swedish, oh, yeah. so yeah. a little confusing. 
I also put down Terminator Salvation, which I think is the worst Terminator film, the prequel where like, who's what's his face? Christian Bale plays John Connor. That movie sucks ass. I well, actually like that one. Uh, Salvation? Why? I I, I, I uh, like just the, the it was even, it was somehow even darker than the previous Terminators. I just it had that where where like mind. the guy like it was like the Terminator and it was like had human skin on it and it was like trying to infiltrate their ranks. I don't know that movie made no sense. I'm between I mean, that one and Gen- so. I'm between that one and Genesis as my worst Terminator film. The one with Matt, um, I got Amelia I got Clark. one for you. I yeah. got one for you. Hit me with it. How about Mad Max Fury Road? Ooh, that how was, dare that you? That's a, that was a good movie. That, that was mo- a good. Movie. That movie goes into my overrated category for sure. I don't know why the movie had such extraordinary acclaim. I thought Tom it was hard. cinematography. For C- large. cinematography. That, well, yeah, it's a little bit of the Revenant argument. It is a great looking movie, but I found it kind of boring. For boring. A it was so boring. Yeah, so I, know, here's I, problem, I know that's a hot take. Here's the problem, though. Go watch any of the Mad Max movies. They're actually they actually are kind of boring by today's action standards. Bit. Any of them, just they just are. So you well, know. It fits within the context of Mad Max, but against you know some of the more big budget CGI action movies, I hear you. You're right. That had um, yeah, Char- think- Charlize Theron, and I always like her. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah but recently, not so much. <laughs> I can't remember the last time she, she used to be great. She was great in the Italian job with Mark Wahlberg. Also, oh my good god, Mark Wahlberg. Also great. <laughs> Back to Mark Wahlberg. We, uh, Jack, you mentioned aliens at one point, by the way, one that I almost brought up under action was aliens versus predator. I was going to put that in horror. I think, uh, yeah, you can can make an argument. I just, I think they're both of them. I just want two of them. Right. I think they're both terrible. So bad. So bad. Such bad movies. Alien Ridley Scott. Like I'm, you know, what happened, man? God, those Ridley Scott's Robin hood. Also horrible movie. Mm -hmm. And Russell Crowe is such a good act. The one with Russell Crowe. It was was so boring. Maybe that's an overrated one, but. Yeah, Russell Crowe is <laughs> What about uh, what about romance? What do we miss any from there? I put down uh, Love Guru with Michael Myers. Oh, yeah, that's a that great one, well. one. And then um, um, License to oh, Wed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah. Playing for Keeps. Did you guys ever see that one with Gerard Butler? Don't recognize oh, yeah. that. One. Terrible. Pirates of the Caribbean sequels. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. You can put yeah. those under action slash comedy. <laughs> Pretty rough. What about um, anything with uh, J Lo as an actress? Fair. Jiggly with Ben Affleck. Oh God, Jiggly! Trash. That's on my list. (laughs) Lord, so bad. Oh my God. Some people who are pop stars shouldn't be actresses. Guys, I'm pissed. I I just thought of a great action movie. I should have picked Catwoman with Halle Berry. Hey guys, how about animated movies? This is the category I struggled with big time. I haven't seen it, but every like Google worst move, worst animated movies kept bringing me back to. Like Titanic, the legend continues. Uh, oh, that's like a, that, that's. I think it's directed by some. It's some low budget Italian movie that yeah. I, I, I've seen people talk about because it's just real. It's it has like a lot of racial caricatures in it, and the dubbing's really awful. And like, there's a dog that like raps in the middle of the movie. It's just so weird. So for that's me, weird. you know, you know, Jack, you picked you picked uh, Shark Tale, right? Was it was you, Jack? Yeah. So yeah. you know, par- parodies of Pixar movies have never. Uh, you know, worked well for me. So, frankly, odd choice here, but I never liked ants. I think ants. Oh, I love ants. Sorry. Ants back, is so good. Ants. I'm going to back Kevin up. Not a big fan of ants. I wouldn't it call it out, awful. It came out with Bugs Life, right? That's fair. That's, yeah, exactly. So, when it goes head to head, that's when it kind of really just really looks bad by comparison. Was that a DreamWorks I, I movie? Ants. Was that one of Maybe their first? I think Shark Tale yeah. was. Oof, God. Christ. 
Short tail gives me like PTSD. I also wrote in my animated list every direct to video Disney sequel ever made. I couldn't specify one. I saw that on that was on a list. That was on a list. That makes sense. That makes they're all bad. I've tried to watch bits of them on like Disney Plus. I get like 10 minutes in. I'm like, dude, this is so bad. I tried to watch like the Tarzan sequel. Oh my God. It looks like shit. They don't. It's different actors. They sound different. Remind me, since you guys are the Disney experts, where did the Rescuers <laughs> feature? Uh, as far as Rescuers sequel is good. Rescuers Down Under. Right. That was that a good. actually pretty good. Yeah, like one that. That, that one. I don't. Was that a direct to video sequel? I can't. I can't remember. That's why I'm asking uh, you guys. You guys it had to have been. You think so? Yeah, that yeah. one has a pretty good reputation in general. Ooh, Rescuers Down Under was like, like Lion King creeped me out. Too. Yeah. Oof. I also put down a mainline Miss Disney movie, Home on the Range with the Cows. That's the worst movie they've ever made in their mainline lineup as someone who watched every animated movie they ever put out last year. Home on the Range is garbage. I can't believe they put their name on that movie. It's so <laughs> bad. It's so bad. How about Alpha and Omega? You guys ever seen that? It's like Wolves. Yep. Yeah, it's. Not, I think maybe I've seen that. that sounds you know familiar. what movie? You know what movie I saw on some that I actually liked. So this is not a worse movie for me, at least. Balto. I liked Balto. I like Balto. <laughs> I was yeah, yeah, like Balto too. Kevin Bacon. It's Kevin Bacon's <laughs> finest performance. Yeah. <laughs> People are hating on Balto. Matt, I'm surprised you didn't pick for like an action movie. Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, <laughs> right. damn it! Yeah. That's a good one. Damn it. <laughs> that literally just came to me. Oh I, my I, God. I, I, I actually it. would put up all of those HBO Max movies, except for God, Godzilla vs. King Kong. I actually didn't hate. I actually okay. didn't mind that. Careful. Movie. Careful then. Why? why? Was, I haven't, I why, I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. All right. And that concludes our worst movies draft. We'll recap the teams real quick. Uh, Casey's lineup looks like this. For his animated movie, he took a troll in Central Park. His comedy is That's My Boy. His romance is My Boss's Daughter. His horror movie is Jaws the Revenge. And his action movie is Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Matt's I just team. want to say, if you haven't <laughs> seen that, please go see it so you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Just It's, it's, it's real bad. Ha- hey, Matt, have you seen it? Yeah, I have. So, yeah, I, I've seen like two of them. I think I saw that one in the okay. croc. croc to puss or Crocosaurus or whatever it was. Yeah. Jack, Kevin, if you haven't seen it, maybe check it out. And and just just give it a watch, listeners. Watch it and, and then report back. I want to hear your thoughts on that one. Sorry, Jack. Didn't mean. To- yeah, I won't be watching it. <laughs> a but, little uh, homework, Matt. Matt, your your comedy was Jack and Jill. Your animated movie was the Emoji Movie. You took horror movie and went with Leprechaun in the Hood. Your romantic comedy was Good Luck Chuck, and your action movie was Dragon Ball Evolution. My lineup. Horror movie is Prometheus. Uh, my rom-com was From Justin to Kelly. My animated movie was Shark Tale. My comedy was Movie 43. And my action movie was The Revenant. And finally, Kevin went with his action movie as Avatar The Last Airbender. His rom-com was The Room. He went with horror movie and took Sharknado in the third round. His fourth round pick was Cats which was his animated choice. And that is the cats that came out very recently. And then his final pick was his comedy. He went with dumb and dumber. -er. And Kevin won this round. According to the counterpoints beer boys here, that is his third win. So he is one behind myself. Casey comes in at two 
and Matt is at one. Someday. So it's it's pretty easy to to go with our standings here. Four, three, two, one. It's great. And uh, with that, I will kick it back to Matt to wrap up the podcast. I will say, boys, I thought there were some uh, really goddamn good picks in this one. I was impressed. <laughs> I agree. I agree. There were some real solid picks. This is a real. This is a real bad list of movies. <laughs> we we got to do more of these where there's a lot of really good choices here. I think. I think like we got to find the niche categories too. That would. Be I think cool. a best movies bracket has to come. For yeah, sure. it'll probably happen. It'll I think happen. war oh, movies yeah. will be a good one. That's a tease. How about, shout out Memorial Day 2021 war movie. Bracket. Good call. But once again, we thrive in negativity, so we always have a lot to say when we're complaining. So we're going to move on to the conclusion of this episode. Um, as always, we like to start off with a brewery of the week. I'm going to take this one this week. I. Went to quite a few breweries over the last weekend, and one that really stood out to me that I guess really impressed me was Wormtown Brewery in Worcester, or Worcester, Massachusetts. It is a, uh, a one of the oldest breweries, I think, in Mass in general. I think, believe it's the first in Worcester for sure, kind of like an old, you know, uh, an old staple. But they just recently reopened their uh, main facility in Worcester. It was kind of right in the center of town, and they may turned it into this, like, two-story uh, brewstillery. I don't think they're serving spirits yet, but they're going to. But I have to admit, it's like one of the nicest goddamn-looking breweries I have ever seen. Like, I went there with my girlfriend, and we went in there, and it was just, like, it's beautiful. Like, like, like very long, tall walls just full of art and, like, murals and, like, different colored lighting. And it was just really interesting-looking place, like, really comfortable seating and I was a big fan. I don't think their beers are like that amazing. They have a couple that are pretty decent, but I just want to give them the shout out just for the ambiance. It was just a really, really nice place. So Wormtown, shout out to you. I did buy I did buy a glass because it was like a 20 ouncer and it came with like um, a lemonade shandy that they put strawberries in. If I couldn't, you know, if I could only piss Kevin off more when we stretch the limits of beer. So okay. uh, I don't like you saying shandies. <laughs> I will say this. I think Line and Kugel makes a better shandy than Wormtown. Sorry, Wormtown. You shut your mouth. Just uh, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> so now we're going to move on to the best beer of the cast, host by host. Out of the couple beers you had, what was your favorite? I'm going to start this one off first. Um, between the Coastal Sunrise, the Parfait Sour, and the Double IPA from Green Empire, I'm going to give this one to the Parfait Sour. Coastal Sunrise was real good. You know, kind of thick and sweet with a little bit of milk, a lot of the berries. I thought it was a good balance of flavors. Very solid. Green Empire, also good, but a little more of an average kind of double IPA. Let's go to Kevin. So this is going to be a, a bit disappointing here, but uh, I'm going to not pick my my Drecker beer. I'm going to pick the uh, the other half that I had, the IPA from other half. Thanks, Squares Mosaic Law, too. This was just a really smooth, creamy IPA. The uh, Drecker Slag Legere was good as their beer always is, but you know what? This other half beer is fantastic. As I said, they slap. I was told by Harvest that they're going to get a big shipment of other half beers. I think in like two weeks, so I'm going to go there. <laughs> I'm 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 hunting them down, Kevin. Hunting them down harder to get than I would have thought. Living one state away from New York for some reason. <laughs> As opposed to three thousand miles away. It's yeah, you 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 were able to find them. I'm like looking around. It's like weirdly tough, kind of annoying. Yeah, but that's weird though, because I've been able to get Alchemist like three times a year consistently yeah. here, which is huh. weird. <laughs> it's kind of strange. Oh well, I'll uh, I'll figure it out. I'm sure they'll I'll be checking one in on a future podcast. 
Jack, you're up for best beer. Yeah, I wasn't blown away by either of the beers I had today. Uh, a bit disappointed in the Captain Lawrence uh, New England IPA. Then I'm going to go with uh, Richmond's Hardywood Brewing Baltic Sunrise, the, the porter that I had from them with their local coffee beans that were brewed with the beer. Um, you know, I would probably give it like a 3-7. Nothing special. A bit disappointed by both, but I'll go with the uh, Baltic Sunrise. All right, Baltic Sunrise it is. Casey, for the last best beer. I'm going with the Flying Umbrella Hazy IPA out of Rails End. Uh, really good beer, really solid. And I did find out it is in Broomfield. It is right on the line there, but it's Broomfield, Colorado. And again, independent certified beer. Let's go. Can I say this real quick? Every time Casey says Broomfield, Colorado, it really fucks with me because there's a town in Connecticut that's pretty close to me um, called Bloomfield. And every time he says Broomfield, I think he's saying Bloomfield, but like mispronouncing it. I don't know why. It's really fucking my head every time I hear the name of that town. Weird. You know, I used to live right outside it. <laughs> right. Like, well, I'm like thinking Bloomfield, Bloomfield. Like, what is Broomfield? Weird. Okay. So from there, we're going to go to our last call and then we're going to wrap this up. Host by host. One last statement, comment, question, insult, jab, whatever you want. Let's start with Jack. Yeah, so I'll I'll jump into Casey's realm, and I'm going to go into the sports category for this last call. There was a retirement announcement from the Patriots this week. Julian Edelman, uh, one of the greatest of all time. He's an absolute Hall of Famer. Uh, us Patriot fans had to deal with the helmet catch from David Tyree forever. And he kind of negated all of that with his incredible catch against the Falcons a few years ago in that Super Bowl in Houston. So shout out to Julian Edelman, one of the greatest. And I will wear your number 11 jersey proudly for as long as it fits my body. <laughs> so so he's playing next year for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Probably. Uh, but in my eyes, he'll, uh, <laughs> he'll, he'll be retired. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He's pretty hurt. I don't know if he's going to he's going to be able to come back. Is that what it is? Injury related? He's a, even as someone who's not a big sports guy, I know he's a pretty goddamn good football player. Speaking of football players, Casey, you're on the board. Well, you know, just kind of like uh, it becomes a tradition on this pod. Jack and I live in each other's heads. So I was literally going to say the same thing. You know, shout out to Julian Edelman. Uh, I know he listens to this pod. So when you're ready. Come on the show. We'll we'll love to have you. But no, absolute uh, treasure for the New England Patriots. Kevin, you're probably right. I mean, it does seem like every time a player retires from the Patriots, they go and play with Tom Brady somewhere else. So hopefully that doesn't happen. To Jack's point, it's a really it's a, it's a pretty bad gnarly knee injury that I don't think he'll be able to play a full season. So shout out to him. Thanks for everything you've done. The fact that you came in as a like five eight quarterback from high school into college and played wide receiver for us. There's some incredible moments that uh, I'll never, never forget. I mean, it's really not surprising, right? He plays his entire career, his life in New England, he retires and moves to Florida. It was to be expected. That is tradition up here. That's very accurate, actually. I mean, he probably will retire to Florida or California, but I'm just praying he doesn't go play again. They are effectively the same state, after all. How dare you? I hear I hear Julian's a pretty big soccer fan, too. Oof. Is that right, Case? I used to respect the man. Yeah, he is. I think he's just a really big sports fan in general, right? Like the cool thing about Julian Edelman is he was always at like Celtics games, Sox games, Bruins games. Um, even when he wasn't like, uh, you know, waving a flag or uh, an honorary guest, he'd always be there. So he just really got to fit in um, to the New England, you know, family, sports family. So just 
Die hard. Love hey, the guy. Hey, Fun man. Squirrel. I, I would I would have gone to Brewers games if I had unlimited money. Was, no, no. no that, that, but like, and I'd barely give a shit. But if I could just go to go sit at a Bruins game and I didn't have to worry about paying for my beers, I'd probably go to every one. Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, fair shout. That's but that's why you have the heart for Wolfpack. That's what it's right. It's the poor man's Bruins. Uh, I miss going to watch hockey. God damn it, COVID! You ruined everything. <laughs> everything. And for our third last call, Kevin, you're up. All right, boys. So work has been kicking my ass this week, so I really didn't have time to prepare for this pod. I I'm thankful for the win. I'm I'm happy for it. But I just have not been able to think about the outside world and to deliver a last pause. So I will say this. Happy anniversary, boys. We, we've made it through a year. Um, somehow we've survived probably multiple instances of should be alcohol poisoning, certainly food poisoning, and uh, and many what the fuck were we thinking moments. And you know what? I loved every bit of it. Looking forward to the next year. It's true. At the time of this recording, it is. Uh, it's, we're, like, we're kind of like right dead on with our anniversary. What is it? In two days? Is it the 17th? Is it the 17th or the 18th? I can't think remember. It's the 18th. Yeah, I think it's the Oh, 18th. man. We're so close. We're pretty much yeah, right there. Yeah, my untapped. I just had to check my untapped. It says I started it in April 18th, 2020. So, yeah, that's what coming that up on it. Macro Craft Brewery Day. That's it. Had to have been, right? Woo-wee. Ooh, baby. Well, we're still at it. Still, uh, still cranking the airwaves and for my last call i figured we should bring this up on the podcast at some point but we're, we're gonna probably announce this on social media as well but for our listeners out there we have heard you loud and clear we actually have been getting requests for this um at least in my end of things uh we're gonna be launching a kind of like a soft launch of like a merch store uh that you can go and, and buy various items especially you know apparel is probably the main thing people are gonna be looking for like t-shirts and sweatshirts and long sleeves and things like that. Uh, we do have like a formal logo for this podcast. So counterpines merch will be available. We have a website link that we're going to probably put up on our Instagram, I assume. And it's going to be with the website Redbubble. So all you have to do is go to counterpints.redbubble.com and it'll bring you right to our storefront. And from there you can peruse the various, um, goods we have for sale anything you buy obviously will <laughs> help support our podcast uh, i'm not going to sit here and pretend we have extraordinary expense in running this but there are some and any revenue we could try to generate for this would help us out a lot so we appreciate anybody that listens to us if you think we're funny enough and you want to slap our logo out on your chest as you walk around and scream about your this podcast this indie underground podcast you listen to to all your friends we're not going to say no so again, go to counterpints.redbubble.com. We'll do some posts about this as well. I think we're going to talk about maybe doing some giveaways and things around the edges to try to kind of get the name out there a little bit, but we're happy to at least have some physical item that we can deliver right onto your body. And also we're going to work on more designs right now. They're a little basic because, um, you know, we're obviously just at the start of this thing and we're going to try to work on getting some new stuff out there over time. And maybe it gets a little uh, more complicated, but Hey, um, we're not artists, so we have to go hire them. <laughs> Hence, you know, buy a t-shirt. It'll help us make better t-shirts in the future. So with that, I'm going to end the last call and go into the end, which is just a simple plug of our social media. One more time again, Instagram, Twitter, untapped, all with the name counterpints. I've already spelled it. You know how what it looks like. Go check them out. Any support always helps us uh, spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your dog, write your congressman, whatever you got to do. So. This was the worst movies draft. Um, as always, we'll post it up on our socials, what uh, our picks were, and we'll hear from you next time 
on episode 43. I look forward to it and find it on all major podcast platforms. Until then, stay frosty, my friends. Oh, Adam Sandler just burned out his goodwill with me. It's over. No, it's a lot of really watch TV. Really no, it's good. It's no. good. No, I don't want to.